0: Paris Musée presents Once Upon a Museum. Use podcasts about the museums of Paris. Did I ever show you my marbles collection? Come on, show me. Do you have some rare ones you want to trade with me? I also have a pretty nice collection myself. We could play a game first. Let's go over there. Look, that place seems peaceful. We're in the heart of the Marais, in front of a Parisian mansion, the Hôtel Non. Why is it called a hotel? In French, an hôtel particulier is a luxury townhouse, built between a court and a yard, in which only one family lived. And do you know what is behind these walls? Mm. A fair, a marbles tournament, a pool, a masquerade ball? No, the Cognac Gé Museum it hosts a very beautiful 18th century art collection of the age of enlightenment what's the age of enlightenment is it when we discovered electricity not at all it's the century when great thinkers tried to enlighten the minds of people all around the world enlighten them make them think it's the era just before the french revolution with people pledging themselves to liberty, knowledge and tolerance. And all that starts with knowledge. Everyone must have access to culture and education in order to be able to think of a world where everyone has a place. Right, Mr. Diderot? We must enlighten everything with the light of reason.
1: Speaking of, I can see a light inside. Should we go in? Oh, whose house is this? There are dresses, a bed, a desk, armchairs, paintings. We're in the Cognac Jay Museum. And there, hung on the wall, there's the portrait of a man with a moustache. Who
0: is he? It's Mr. Ernest Cognac. It's both him and his wife, Mary Louise Jay, that gave their name to this museum they gifted everything you see here to the city of Paris so that we may today discover more about the Age of Enlightenment. Did they live here, Mr and Mrs Cognac No, they have never lived here. But Ernest Cognac loved to display his collection as if we really were at someone's house. But careful, it wouldn't be just anybody's house. The objects you can find here used to belong to high society people.
1: Look, the light is coming from that room over there. Let's go see. They really recreated the lifestyle of the 18th century. It's like travelling back in time.
0: You said it. Sit in this chair, close your eyes, breathe in, and off we go. You have arrived in 1839.
1: 1839 isn't the 18th century. The machine stopped in the wrong era. No, it didn't get it wrong.
0: The Cognac Jays were fascinated by the Age of Enlightenment, but were born after, in the 19th century.
1: Let's use our time here to learn more about this intriguing couple. Once upon a time, Ernest Cognac and Mary Louise J.
0: They were the founders of the iconic department store La Samaritaine in
1: Paris. But in the beginning, no one could have predicted that Ernest and Mary Louise would build one of the most important department stores in Paris. Ernest was born on lile de Re in
0: 1839 and became an orphan very young. At 15, he
1: left for Paris in order to find a job and make a living. Marie-Louise was born in Savoie in 1838 in a large family from modest origins. She also left at 15 to take her chances in Paris. The beginnings were hard. But Marie-Louise got hired as a sales girl at the department store La Nouvelle Héloïse. And that's where she met
0: Ernest for the first time. He was also a salesperson at the store.
1: Nice to meet you, Marie-Louise. Nice to meet you, Ernest.
0: Thanks to her natural talent and hard work, Marie-Louise climbed up the ladder at work and became the first sales girl at Le bon Marché, another very important department
1: store. As for Ernest, it was more complicated. He had to tour all of France as a travelling salesman and then settled as a Camelot, a kind of street vendor in one of the Pont Neuf Bridge's arches. Who wants a book? A cheese grater? A deck of cards? A door handle? Bolts? A hammer? But Ernest is lively and has a good business sense. He decided to rent out a small 48 square meters shop facing the Neuf Bridge. And from then on, the business took off.
0: Little by little, he buys up parcels in order to expand his store.
1: His company becomes a thriving business. Mary Louise joins him in the business and they create the La Samaritaine store together. The department store's steel and glass architecture proudly radiates
0: modernity. And their relentless work and efforts raise La Samaritaine rank to the top as the direct competition of Le Bon Marché. You know, the
1: department store where Mary Louise used to work the incredible fortune they end up owning gives them the possibility to fully absorb themselves in their ideals and centers of interests and from the
0: 1900s ernest cognac unleashes his art collection tendencies
1: to express themselves they gather a lot of 18th century objects and before the cognac j museum existed display them at la samaritan Back to the present. What an incredible destiny! And an incredible museum! A true dive into the 18th century. Oh, we're about to go into a small living room. (gasps) Look, there's a beautiful painting with undressed ladies. It looks like they're about to bathe. It's Diana, After the
0: Hunt, painted by Boucher. What? A hunt? Boucher? A butcher? François Boucher was an important painter, nicknamed the Grace Painter. He did this painting in 1745.
1: The lady tying the lace of her sandal must be Diana, the goddess of the hunt. We can see her spoils at her feet at the bottom left of the painting, feathers and a rabbit. And around her,
0: nymphs. They are coming back from a hunt and are getting undressed to get in the water. It's a very delicate painting, elegant and beautiful. And there, in this other painting, there's a young lady looking us straight in the eyes. Can you see what she is holding in the palm of her hands?
1: Mm, A small box. It's a beauty spot.
0: In the 18th century, the beauty spot were small little round accessories that were used as fake beauty marks.
1: And people would stick them on their face?
0: Yes, and the place you would stick them on would indicate the mood you were in that day.
1: Well, today I am in a contemplative mood, so I'm going to stick my beauty spot on my forehead, where all my thoughts are. This is one of the luxury objects that were particularly popular at the time. And look here, there's a big
0: display shelf filled with objects. Here, a beautiful box made of golden mirrors with lots of things inside. Yes, exactly. Those are small and precious objects that were used on a daily basis. Like the beauty box, for example, or even objects to put on perfume. In the 18th century, people loved and collected them. The box right in front of us is a toiletry box filled with fun objects. I
1: can recognize a few. A perfume bottle, a nail file, a toothpick. But what is that one? It's a tongue scraper. A
0: what? (laughs) A tongue scraper. To pretty much
1: scrape your tongue. People took care of their appearance back then. I see there were very refined people. Oh, we can hear violin now. Where could it come from? It couldn't possibly come from this tiny violin-shaped object now, could it? No, those are
0: porcelain dance cards. Often getting dressed to the nines, it's time to go
1: dancing. There are intricate designs of musicians in a landscape on it. And inside, thin ivory sheets. Young ladies
0: would record the list of dances they would grant their partners. These were very fashionable back in the 19th century.
1: Wait, I want to see what's written inside. (gasps) Quickly, there's going to be a ball. Let's go. Oh, but we're not the only ones going to the ball. Look, over there, a lady watching us. (gasps) She is so beautifully dressed. She's going to the ball for sure, but... Who is she?
0: It's Lady de Rio, painted by a great portrait artist, Maurice Quentin de la Tour. This painting is gigantic! It must at least be as tall as me. The artist made a big painting of the lady to show her big influence. He also managed to prove, thanks to his talent, that we can make beautiful portraits without using oil paints. In this painting, he used pastels. Some sort of small, colourful sticks. With my pastels, I can capture the souls of my models.
1: She has a calm smile and looks serene.
0: She's about to go to the ball. Look at what she's holding in her hand. A mask? But it must be her costume. This one is a domino mask. People would organise balls to party. It was an occasion to disguise yourself and dance. Artists from that time like to reproduce these types of entertaining scenes. Come on, let's go dance!
1: Oh, I'm tired now. I danced too much. Oh, but look, over there. Perfect timing. There's a big bed. Ooh, it's so cosy. It's a Polish-style
0: bed, a canopy bed. Did you see all the
1: gold leaves and the woodwork? This bed used to belong to the royal family. This bed is beautiful, very high, made of wood, covered in gold. But what are these engravings? They look like flowers.
0: Yes, those are poppies, the flowers that symbolize sleep. It's
1: perfect to have sweet dreams. Mmm, I'm going to have a great time in this bed. I'm going to light up my dreams with the light of reason. With the light of poetry. With the light of art. Once Upon a Museum at the Cognac Jay Museum. A Paris Musée podcast produced with Pauline Coppen, Elsa Dénac, with the voices of Juliette Avert, Matthew Luret, Tania Matouk. Did you enjoy it? Discover the other museums through... Once Upon Upon a a museum. Museum